Hello, and welcome to another episode of Connectivity. My name is Nicholas Scott, and I am the founder of Music and Soul Music Therapy and Wellness Services, and also the owner of Between the Lines, um, Psychic Mediumship and Palmistry Services. Today, I wanted to bring a, another story to you. Um, this one is about the princes and the treasure. And this little book I picked up ages ago when I was in Montreal, I believe. And there was a really lovely queer bookstore there that sold uh, kids' books and other books that were uh, LGBT friendly and oriented in that way. And I really love this story and I wanted to share it with you today with some musical interludes um, because I think that this little piece um, is quite, quite lovely. And I, I hope that you enjoy it. So this is The Princes and the Treasure by Jeffrey A. Miles, and it was illustrated by G.L. Phillips and published in 2014 um, by Handsome Prince Publishing. Without further ado, here we go. Ooh, let's get here. Let me take you on an audio journey. Once upon a time, there was a magical kingdom named Evergreen. The ruler of Evergreen was King Rufus. He was a stern king who was always shouting orders. Hey, you! Over there, make sure that those curtains are there. And oh yes, you need to make sure that, yes, now, I said now. King Rufus had a beautiful daughter named Princess Elena. And the princess always honored and obeyed her father until one day when she and the king took a walk in the park. It's time you found a husband, said the king. But I'm not ready for a husband, cried the princess. Suddenly, the old woman whisked away the princess in a carriage. Stop, yelled the King Rufus. Bring back my daughter. But the carriage was already out of sight. The king was heartstruck and heartsick that his beautiful daughter was missing. He called all the townspeople together and made a big announcement. Whoever saves the princess Elena may marry her, declared the king. Wow, that's uh, quite the motivation. <laughs> Maybe for some. The strongest man in Evergreen was named Gallant. And he loved to compete because he won every challenge. He was handsome and dashing and the most desired man in town. Many people tried to attract his attention, but 
No one succeeded. I'll save the princess, boasted Gallant. In a nearby village lived a young man named Ernest. He was quiet and shy and preferred happy endings. He loved a great adventure, but only those in books. Why don't you stop reading and go help the princess, said Ernest's mother. But I can't save the princess, said Ernest. Yes, you can, she replied. Now go! So Ernest sadly left his cozy little cottage and he went to save the princess. Ernest followed the trail of the carriage to a dark tower. A strong young man was already there. I'm Gallant, said the young man. Who are you? Uh, I'm Ernest, said Ernest softly. The old woman suddenly appeared. Release the princess, demanded Gallant. You may take the princess if you bring me the greatest treasure in the land, said the old woman. You must bring me the earth, the wind, the sun, the moon, and the stars. Then the old woman vanished. Whew. How do we find the greatest treasure in the land? wondered Gallant. Let's ask the Oracle, said Ernest. She's very wise. She'll know what to do. Ernest isn't very strong, thought Gallant to himself. But my, he's smart. I'd better keep an eye on him. Gallant and Ernest ran to the temple of the Oracle. What is the greatest treasure in the land? asked Gallant. You must go on a dangerous quest to find the treasure, said the oracle. The earth is the ring in the mine. The wind is the pearl in the shell. The sun is the diamond in the shrine. The moon is the opal in the cave. The stars are on the urn at the top of the big mountain. The earth is the ring in the mine, the wind is the pearl in the shell, the sun is the diamond in the shrine, the moon is the opal in the cave, the stars are the on the urn at the top of the big mountain. Gallant ran to the mine ahead of Ernest. A huge grizzly bear blocked the entrance. Ah! Gallant fought the bear with all his mouth. Yeah! Yeah! But he wasn't strong enough. Gallant had to run away without the ring. Bears like honey, thought Ernest. I'll find a beehive and get some honey for the bear. Ernest tried to scoop some honey out of a hive, but bees flew out of the hive and stung him. Ernest made some grass smoke and calmed the bees. He grabbed some honeycomb and set it near the 
the mine, the bear smelled the honeycomb and went to get the ring. And went to get the honey, I should say. Ernest ran into the mine and grabbed the ring. I did it, said Ernest. I can't believe that bookworm got the ring, thought Gallant. So Gallant swam down to the, the shoal, but a huge octopus guarded the shell. Gallant tried to swim past the octopus, but the octopus grabbed him. Gallant twisted out of the strong arms, and he was able to get the pearl. I beat you this time, Ernest, thought Gallant. <laughs> so competitive. Gallant and Ernest ran to the shrine. A huge snake sat wrapped around the diamond. Gallant started to fight the snake, but changed his mind and ran away. I'm afraid of snakes, admitted Gallant. Ernest went into the woods and found a mongoose. He set the mongoose by the shrine, and the mongoose chased the snake away. <laughs> it worked, thought Ernest. Now I got the ring and the diamond. Gallant and Ernest walked to the cave to get the opal, but a giant wolf guarded the entrance. <laughs> One of us will have to run near the wolf, so the wolf chases him, said Gallant. I'm good at hiding, said Ernest. I'll run by the wolf, then I'll hide when he chases me. The wolf chased Gallant, and Ernest grabbed the opal. You were great, said Gallant, admiring Ernest. After a long search, Ernest and Gallant find the big mountain where the urn with the stars was hidden. Race you to the top, shouted Gallant as he ran up the mountain. There's no way I can run up there, thought Ernest. Ernest found a goat and rode it up the mountain. He got to the top before Gallant. <laughs> very shrewd, very uh, quick thinker, Ernest is. Ernest wasn't able to pick up the urn. Let me try Gallant, but he couldn't lift it either. We have to do it together, said Ernest, smiling at Gallant. Ernest and Gallant both grabbed a handle and lifted the urn. The oracle was wrong, said Ernest. I know, replied Gallant. The greatest treasure in the land was finding each other, they both shouted. Oh! Gallant and Ernest went back to the dark tower. Did you bring what I asked, shrieked the old woman. Yes, they both said. We brought you the greatest treasure in the land. Ernest and Gallant looked at each other. Gallant said, Ernest is my earth, my wind, my sun, and my moon, and my stars. Ernest said, Gallant is my earth, my wind, my sun, my moon, and my stars. Upon hearing this news, the old crone transformed into a beautiful enchantress. Hello. True love is the greatest treasure of all.
You were not finding each other on your own. So I created this quest to bring you two together. The doors to the tower opened and Princess Elena emerged. You're free, cried Ernest and Gallant. I wasn't a prisoner, said the princess. I made a wish that I wouldn't have to marry a prince and the enchantress made my wish come true. Were you so glad you were safe and sound, said Gallant. Ernest, Gallant, and Princess Elena went to King Rufus. <clears throat> Ernest and Gallant, your strength and bravery shall be rewarded, said the king. I name you Prince Gallant. I name you Prince Ernest. Which one of you will marry the princess? We don't want to marry the princess, admitted Ernest and Gallant. We would like to marry each other. Ernest and Gallant invited all their family and friends to their wedding. I now pronounce you married, said Vicar. May you love each other forever. Oh, Ernest has never looked happier, sighed Ernest's mom. King Rufus was pleased his daughter was happy and safe. He gave Ernest and Gallant a bag of gold and lots of land. The two princes worked very hard and built a castle of their own. In the main room of their castle, Gallant and Ernest built a huge fireplace. They put the ring, the pearl, the diamond, and the opal, and the urn on its great mantle. These remind me that we had to work together to find each other, said Gallant. They remind me that you are my earth, my wind, my sun, my moon, and my stars, said Ernest, smiling at Gallant. And you are my earth, my wind, my sun, my moon, and my stars, said Gallant, smiling to Ernest. Ernest and Gallant stood in front of their new home and admired all their hard work. What a beautiful castle, said Ernest. We're going to be very happy here, said Gallant. Yes, we are, sighed Ernest. <sighs> and the two princes lived happily ever after.
thank you so much for listening today and for joining me on this little storytelling time with music. And I just want to wish you all a wonderful rest of your day and a wonderful weekend ahead. Bye for now. You can feel free to check out other podcasts that I have done at music-soul.online at Connectivity or anywhere that you get your podcast. Connectivity, K-O-N-N-E-C-I-T-Y. Connectivity with the K. (laughs) Thank you so much. Have a wonderful day. Bye for now.